On today's episode, I'm going to be taking you down an intentional pathway to your favorite memory. I'm Sia, your co-host. In today's episode of Sipping for the Soul, I want you to join me. Grab your favorite drink and let's go down memory lane. Now, we all know that some of our memories are not good ones. Some of them may even be painful. But today, we will intentionally tap into the good memory. Why? So we can use it as a tool when we need it the most. So go ahead, grab your favorite drink, and let's sip for the soul. Welcome to Talkative Soul, a podcast that empowers women to create soulful ties with themselves to connect with what matters most. Here are your hosts, Gwen Tebow and Sia Chandler-Garcia. Hello, 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 Talkative Soul community. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Sia Chandler-Garcia, and I am the co-host of Talkative Soul. Our hosts, Gwen Tebow. Well, she's not joining us on this one, so let's dive in. Today's episode is called or titled Sipping for the Soul. And I know some of y'all heard that and immediately went to drink or grab your glass of wine. (laughs) And that's all right, too. But I'm asking you, as the Talkative Soul community, grab your favorite drink. It could be wine, it could be whiskey. It could be that bourbon, that scotch that puts that hair on your chest. <laughs> it could be tea, hot chocolate, anything you deem as your favorite drink. I want you to grab it and join me. Push the pause button. Go grab your drink and join me. So I am going to be drinking tea today. Not just any kind of tea. It's a specialized tea that has peach flavor in it, has a dab of honey, and a smidget of real lemon juice. And it's good. So, if you haven't done it already, take a sip. Mm. Well, before we get started, I just kind of want to set you up to so you can see what it is I'm trying to get us to do today. I would like to create a tool to go into your emotional toolbox, your emotional toolbox that you can draw from when you're having a situation that may not be or is, I should say, counterintuitive to how you really want to feel. So if you're in a space and you don't want to be there, I want you to be able to grab this tool shake it off, change your trajectory, and move forward, create some momentum to move forward in a better space. That's my goal today. And while we're doing it, we're going to be sipping for our soul. But before we do that, I wanted to touch on a holiday that we just had. Now, I know some of you guys don't care anything for Valentine's Day, but I need to tell you, As it relates to the meaning that they portrayed today, Valentine's Day reflects or supposed to reflect love. And it doesn't have the same connotation for everybody. And so for that, I openly apologize for those of you that have had a horrible experience with Valentine's Day. I myself 
have treated Valentine's Day on the scale of Christmas. And my family can tell you, I celebrate just about anything, (laughs) including Groundhog's Day. But Valentine's Day actually has a meaning for me that supersedes flowers, supersedes candy, supersedes, you know, the gifts that are given throughout that time frame. It really hinges on love for me. But I wanted to give you a small history about Valentine's Day. And for those of you that know this, bear with me. So Valentine's Day is actually not about a saint who was portrayed to be a saint of love. It's actually about several saints that were decapitated back in the early times, third century time frame. And February 14th were the days they were decapitated. So let me clarify. There were more than one St. Valentine's and its initial, the initial meaning or the initial saint's purpose was it to be the saint of epilepsy. It somehow became a saint of love down through the years because, and when I say this, trust me, has not been confirmed. It just came up when I was doing some research. It is said that there was a huge feast that was done on February 14th because of the decapitation of the saints. Now that part is considered to be true because some monks did some digging about some saints and they found that this particular part of the rumor is true. Here's where, or the information, not rumor, the information of the saints is true. Here's where it becomes a little wry. They say that there was a pagan holiday also that intertwined with this celebration where there was naked people running down the street and some illicit things happening. And so the saints decided to make it a love holiday to distract from the regular feast that was happening that was not so moral. They haven't confirmed that just yet. But what they do know is that through the depths of time, there has been a huge change from what the true meaning of St. Valentine was and is today. The One of the first or the first Valentine that they have found record on was decapitated and killed in Africa. And then after that, there were about three or four more St. Valentines that were martyrs and they too were decapitated and killed on February 14th because of their faith. Now, how it relates to how I feel is I believe if you're going to believe in anything, make sure it is relevant to you and your purpose and how you believe, whatever your faith is. Me, myself, I believe in love. Love is kind. Love is strong. Love is forgiving. And I've experienced all of that. Now, I've heard some people say that love has hurt them. I don't believe love hurts. I believe people hurt, but I don't believe love itself hurts. And so I've taken the crux of that and built from there. And so I sing about love. I have a band called Decades of Love. I celebrate Valentine's Day on the hinge of love because it doesn't have anything to do with a partner um, or someone that makes me feel a certain way intimately. 
it really does have to do for me, the platform, the foundation, the environment, the atmosphere, the taste, the smell of love. For years, I did this uh, activity with a gentleman that I dated for a long time, and he would let me just go through the motions or what have you, and then Valentine's Day would come and he'd do his part and then we'd move on. But it was the process that made me feel so connected to not him alone, but to the idea of loving people. So it was my belief, it was my faith that love could do things that caused me to latch on to a commercialized holiday. But at the end of the day, I feel my similarity with St. Valentine. And that is, it was my, it is my faith. It is what I believe in that helps me enjoy love. And so whatever your faith is, whatever you believe in, hopefully it's relevant and love is there too. Enough of that. I'm going to switch gears. And with that being said, I want you to, if you haven't done it, push pause, go grab your favorite drink, sit down, and let's sip for the soul. I'm going to take a sip. My goal today is to create a tool that you can put in a your toolbox for emotional support. Sometimes we have a tendency to go down a rabbit hole. And for those of you that do not know what that statement means, I want you to picture a little rabbit. <laughs> it doesn't have to be little. It could be a big rabbit. Picture a rabbit and he's hopping along and all of a sudden he disappears because he's burled down into this hole and he's dug deep. And some of sometimes our thoughts, and we are guilty, some of us are guilty of going down a rabbit hole with some of our thoughts, and we don't know how to pull ourselves out. And I would like to present today a tool that may help you put yourself back on a better thought process road. Hopefully, by the time we're done with this episode, you will have a tool that you not only use, but you can share with someone else you see going down a rabbit hole that is not healthy. Now, one of the things I did to get this episode, the content it needed, was I did, you know, all of you that listen, you know by now, I do my surveys. (laughs) It's the surveys that tell the truth. So I surveyed uh, my community. And this time I did it on different platforms. I did it on a social media platform, Marco Polo Duo, and then I did it on text and email. And I even did it on phone calls. Now, when I got the responses back, it created a different feeling for me. So I knew if I was feeling something, how the person on the other end had to be feeling. I mean, I mean, I want to believe I knew how the other person was feeling. But there were a couple that I saw on Marco Polo or Duo that I knew that they were feeling it. I could see it. And the energy was coming through the platform. There was one particular story that came over. And she, her name is Rhonda. And she was talking to me. And she's one of my good friends. And we were talking back and forth on Marco Polo. And when I asked her that question, she said, well, girl, I don't have to think about that. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> she began to tell me a memory of her childhood that brought a smile on her face that lit her up like a Christmas tree. She began to talk about how her and her mother used to go to this tower. And I think it was, she said it was once a month. They would go to this tower and, and if, I, the, if the content is wrong, I'm sorry. It's just, here's where I'm going with the, with the gist of it, how it created a good memory. But they would go to this tower. They would eat lunch. It was somewhere in Chicago. And then after they would eat lunch, they would go to a bookstore and buy books. And she says to this day, that's the reason why she's such an avid reader is because that time her mom invested in her and created that memory. And now her daughter wants to create that kind of memory. And then another one that I, I latched onto that was just so cute and so funny was my sister. Uh, she reminded me of how we used to pretend that we were under the um, the distress of a bad weather event and we were coming through the range on with our horses. And for those of you that don't know, there was High Shepherd Row was a show and we would be like that in Big Valley and we would be on our horses getting through them and she would get through the snow and she would pull me through and, and we would come in and get warm underneath our tents. And, and I remembered that and, and it did. It created an emotion in me that, that created a smile. And um, then I got to hear stories of road trips and family times and fishing trips and anything you can possibly imagine, uh, holidays that people um, were willing to share with me that created any different that created a different emotion for them. And then I had one of my friends chime in and say, "Now, hey." Um, my childhood, I don't have any, I don't have a lot of, matter of fact, I don't have any good childhood memories. They all suck. And so if you're in her boat, I, I have some good news for you. She was able to dig in and say, I do have one memory, although it, it ended with me getting hurt. It was one of the best times ever. <laughs> so um, I said all that to say. Today, I want you to take a trip with me. I want you to tap into your imagination and sip for your soul. Find a memory today that you can latch on to that can help you come out of that rabbit hole. So I'm going to take you through a short visualization activity. And I want you to grab your drink. And come go with me and let's sip for the soul. I'm going to take a sip. You should too. Mm. Now, if you're driving, do not sip for the soul. <laughs> if you're cooking, do not stop and do this visualization and sip for the soul. If you're handling large machinery, anything that you think is going to hurt you, while you're trying to do this activity, please don't do it. I need you to be in one piece and join us for our next session or our next episode. So grab your drink, take your sip and close your eyes and take a deep breath through your nose. Let it out through your mouth. One more time for good measure through your nose and let it out through your mouth. Now I want you to Remember the sounds that were present when you were 
in your favorite memory. I'm going to have you break your memory apart. So let's do this easy and slow. So I want you to listen for the sound. It might have been a park or family gathering or water that you hear. Now remember the smell. It might have been bait from fishing. It might have been a pie from the cooking. Could have been fresh water. Remember how your body felt. Might have been exercising a little bit, running, your heart rate might be up. Your hands might be a little sweaty. Remember how the people or even just the atmosphere, you may have been by yourself, how it feels, how it felt. Tap into it, make it present. And then smile. Smile at the fact that this feels good. Smile at the sound. Smile at the smell. Smile at the taste if you were eating something good. Recreate it. Enjoy it. Remember it. And then take a deep breath and let it all out. Remember the conversations that were being had. If there were no conversations being had, remember the music being played. If there was no music being played, remember the sounds that were created by the different things touching one another, the toys being touched, the bed you might've been bouncing on, the boat you might've been sitting in. Just remember it in full energy mode. Remember it. Take another deep breath through your nose and let it all out. Last time for good measure through your nose and let it all out. Open your eyes and grab your drink and take a sip. Now, how does your soul feel? Did it make you remember how good that activity felt at that time? Were you able to bring it to your present moment to shift your mood? Well, I hope so. I hope you were able to take this activity and let it be a tool you can use when you're emotionally spent. Now. Just to recap what we did today, we touched a little bit on Valentine's Day and how I hope that you find some relevance with love and faith, not as it relates to the day, but as it relates to love and what you believe. Then I touched briefly on how love has never hurt me. People have hurt me. And we talked a little bit about how love should be felt or perceived or interacted with. 
Then we sipped and we went into our memory vault and found a beautiful memory that we can pull up when we need it most. And we stored it in our emotional toolbox. Now what I'm going to say to you is it's your responsibility to make sure you are happy. No one has the power to make you anything you don't allow. If you have any questions about this activity or if you would like to continue gathering tools, meet us at the Facebook community. Let's talk more. Let's dive into how do we stay in a place or at least get in a place that helps us feel good because that ultimately is our own responsibility. Please refer to our show notes for anything, any information that you believe that you would like to dig further into. And for now, this is it. Talk of the Soul Community. See you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of Talkative Soul. We hope you enjoyed the show and you go away with something valuable. To get more information, be sure to visit us at TalkativeSoul.com. Stop by and join us for a sofa conversation on Facebook. And be sure to subscribe to the show. This is Sia with my girl Gwen reminding you to do something this week with intention that talks to your soul. Mm-hmm.